Welcome to Today on Broadway for Monday, December 23rd, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. One day, one and a half days, depending on when you are listening to this, one left to more. shop for your Christmas presents. I went out on Sunday and did a little bit of shopping Ooh, on my own. It, it, nice. On Saturday, I realized, oh my God, I, I've screwed up. I can't do any Christmas shopping because Amazon won't get me packages here on time. Oh. And then I forgot. Then I forgot. Oh yeah, I, I can leave the house and go to real store. Oh, no, no, no. Not it, in this economy. I went I mean, to the Strand on Saturday night. And that oh was, boy. yeah, that was a bad decision. But I got gifts that <laughs> I needed to get. So. Yeah, I went I went, went to a, a Target and a Walmart. And uh, I hate those places, especially here in tourist trap central Florida. Oh, yeah. uh, just, you know, a stone, literally a stone's throw from, uh, from any Disney property. And I hate mm. them normally, let alone here, but... I screwed up on the Amazon ordering, so uh, Shucks. oh well, it happens. But I've just basically anyway. been like, "You're getting your gifts. It's not necessarily going to be on time, but you'll get what them." Is, so what is time? Exactly. What is time? It's a it's a human construct. It's a flat circle. Correct. It, it doesn't matter. Correct. Um, <laughs> what is time and what is money? Yeah. Because God. because really, cats six and a half million dollars. Uh, wow. I mean uh, that's that's. That's, I mean, that's like one bottle of, of Taylor Swift's catnip. Like, that's horrible. You know, and that, that also works out well if, you know, my gifts are late for Christmas. I can be like, well, cats rushed and look what happened. <laughs> they have to redo it Do and fix really the human hands. Do you really want patch notes of a movie and patch notes for your gifts? Like, Honestly, I'll, t- I'll take my time. I don't want anything from cats. I mean, <laughs> it's just whatever. Um, something that was much better than cats, though, Ashley, uh, on Sunday, you went and saw our dear dead drug lord, finally. Yes. Oh, finally. I, you know, I've, I'm at the part of the year where I've got some massive burnout, which is, you know, first world problems as you can get to be burnt out from seeing too much theater. But because of that, I've had to put wanting to, I've wanted to see the show for months now. And finally, I, I bought tickets a couple of weeks ago. And scheduled it for as soon as I got back from Atlanta. So this will probably be my last show of the year, unless I see something after I get back from being upstate, which is on the 26th or the 27th. Can always throw another show in. Yeah, but there's plenty if, of time for four. Yeah, four. but if it is the last show I see for this year, I mean, what a great note to end on. It was amazing. I yeah, am so there- personally offended for the whole show and production team that there are any empty seats in that theater. <laughs> well, I don't know how many seats are available for the rest of the run, but it did extend yeah. uh, into January. To January so ha- 5th, I believe. January 5th? Okay. So you've got some time if you want to check it out. It's, um, Please where, go Is see it at the WP? Is it WP? Yes. Yep. Okay, it was a co-production with WP and somebody else. Yeah. Uh, uh, I forget yeah, who, but, but on, it's at the WP. Up on 76th, Yeah. Which is actually a really nice space. It is, yeah. I, I enjoy it. I don't go there enough, but I left with like two WP shirts and a effing great show, so. Yeah, I saw um, Hate Fuck there over the summer, or uh, in the yes. spring. Um, and, I like uh, that I, I censored myself, the most cussy person on the planet. Yeah. This was this was a proper name. Like, uh, it's, we true. had this issue that... When I, in my spring trip and James and I were talking about it, there were two shows with the F word on my uh-huh. spring trip. And it's like, these are proper names because if you, it's not like 
stupid effing bird that's right. the name of the sh- of that show yeah. so like if you don't say the real name people can get confused as to what you're talking about so True. I, we made the decision back in the spring that i will say the names of the shows but generally i'm not much of a swear see and um, i'm the exact opposite <laughs> <laughs> so it's some uh you know it's a real yeah, shift way. here in this yeah, episode it, shift shift yeah, with an shift shift yeah. Okay, good. Make sure we got the F there. Uh, um, different F. Um, okay, so I'm a little disappointed. No one has seemed interested at all in my idea for a um, a, a guilty oh, pleasures podcast. Oh. I'm a little offended. I'm a little offended. That's okay. I'm not hurt. Um, but if you want to head over to patreon.com slash Broadway Radio and tell us what type of additional extra content you would like to hear, because apparently <laughs> my Masked Singer Hallmark oh, Movies uh, soap opera podcast is not something that anyone is interested in. My feelings aren't hurt. I just thought I knew you people, and apparently <laughs> you were not the people that I thought you mm, were. But anyway. Really all right, Ashley. Heartbroken yeah, it, for Christmas. Look what you've done. Yeah, I know, seriously. <sighs> anyway. All right, let's move on to what little bit of news we have coming into this Christmas week. And we will start off on Friday. We learned that the Tony-winning star of Lincoln Center's South Pacific, Paolo Zott, will return to Broadway for the first time since that show closed in 2010 when he joins the company of the long-running Broadway revival of Chicago. So Zott will play Billy Flynn in two separate runs coming up in 2021. First, from January January 6th through the 31st in a run that coincides with nine-time Billboard U.S. Dance Club chart-topping singer mm. and real housewife of Beverly Hills, Erica Jane. Mm. Sazat's next run will come from March 16th through May 19th. A Brazilian opera star, Sazat has been busy with opera and musical theater and concerts all over the world over the past decade. And in fact, just last weekend, he did some concerts in Spain with his former South Pacific co-star, Laura Osnes. Now, Ashley, as we know, foreign names, not my thing. Mm. You're the one who speaks multiple languages. I do not. Um, But do you know the only reason I really know how to pronounce Paolo's last name? Oh, geez. Um, Well, I learned it from he did a run of cabaret shows. But otherwise, I don't know where you would have learned it from. I don't remember when it was or who said it. Uh But someone said something like, pro tip, Paolo... S Z O T rhymes with hot. So oh. I I don't know if that was as much a pronunciation tip or just a fact about the attractiveness of Paolo Zott. But, Probably a bit of both. A little column yes. A, a little column. <laughs> yes. But Paolo Zott is his uh is his name rhymes with hot. Two dimes uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, speaking of hot, uh, let's move upstate a bit because on Friday, the New York Times reported that Daniel Fish will return to the Bard Summerscape at Bard College this summer with a revival of Frank Lesser's The Most Happy Fella. The dates are apparently still being finalized as well as details with Lesser's estate, but Fish has confirmed, as if there were any doubt, that this would not be a pr- traditional production of the show. <laughs> no and doubt. is in yeah, I mean that's like uh, okay. come on. Um, and he is encouraging performers who identify as transgender, non-binary, or queer to audition. Of course, Fish's Tony-winning revival of Oklahoma started at Bard Summerscape f- f- four. Uh, I think it would have been 2015, so four and a half yeah. years ago, uh, before moving to St. Anne's Warehouse in Brooklyn before Broadway. Mm-hmm. Um, now, 
the last time I think we saw a major production of The Most Happy Fella, it starred Laura Benanti and Shuler Hensley at yeah. Encores. I have a feeling that this will be much different than that one. Uh, and based off based off Oklahoma, can we call this like s- the most sexy fella? Like, Ooh. what are we ca- what are we going to call this when it eventually becomes so sexy? Works. It needs a nickname. The most I think sexy that fella. Works. Yeah, I think that's good. But we have to figure out what food they'll be serving throughout as well. Well, it's it's um, part of it takes place in Texas. Part of it takes place in Napa Valley, I believe. So, so wine ma- and chili brisket, yeah, brisket, brisket. <laughs> yeah, brisket and wine. Yeah, yeah I like it. Whatever. I love. I mean, look, I know that, this is not that like... is the most sexy fella. <laughs> um, I know this one is a little di- is a different type of show because a lot of people know Frank Lesser from uh, my or, uh, from uh, Guys and Dolls. Yeah, and but this one has such unique music. Like it goes from. You know, Big D, which is like, it's Big D, my oh yes, which is, I love that song. It's the most, one of the catchiest things you've ever heard. But then it's got some really kind of lovely operatic type things as well. Um, so I'm interested to see what Fish can do with this one. And I hope that it gets uh, a life in Manhattan or the five boroughs uh, so that more people can see it. Because I'm sure whatever it's going to be is going to be interesting. Sure, not yeah. Probably not going to love it all. Um, I mean, when the most happy fella sorry. ends up pulling out a gun and shooting everybody, probably not going to love it. <laughs> But I can at least appreciate the ambition. Less happy and less sexy. <laughs> yeah, it might still be sexy. But anyway. Um, <laughs> all right. Finally, on Friday, the Broadway production of Mean Girls announced that they would be welcoming social media star Cameron Dallas to the role of Aaron Samuels for four weeks beginning on January 14th. Regular Aaron Samuels, Kyle Selig, will be on a leave of absence during that time period. I don't know if this was a pre-planned leave of absence or a forced one so that they could get this Vine star into the show. Uh, Apparently, Cameron Dallas, Dallas Cameron, not sure which it is, uh, has a huge social media following. No. Oh, well, he'd only be doing about half the shows that way. Um, But anyway... Uh, Cameron Dallas has amassed a following of 40 million users on YouTube, Vine, and Instagram. Now, actually, I clearly have no idea who this guy is or what exactly he is famous for. But you are about 25 years younger than I am. Do you have any insight to help me out on who this guy is? I had to Google him as you were talking. So I think that's... So no. (laughs) I recognize the name. So I guess that's a step in the right direction. But I'm clearly not the target audience. Apparently he's 25, so skews young. Yeah. Um, uh, apparently he's done some modeling. Okay. Good for him. Um, good, good, good. Aaron Samuel doesn't really sing, so that's fine. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, whatever. Throw deuce to your stunt casting. I just... I like Mean Girls. I like the show. Yeah. Um, it's not perfect, but it... It's it, not perfect. It's not necessarily what I go to the theater to see, but it's a perfectly fine show. I see for me, like I obviously, you know, this shows I love. I love Seared. I, yeah. you know, I love Soft Power, but yeah. I like shows like this. This is just fun. It's, I thought the lyrics were great. I thought Nell Benjamin's lyrics were really oh, yeah. underappreciated. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, man, is this really where they're going? Because it makes me sad because we've talked about the, the struggling grosses for Mean Girls. So it makes me mm. a little worried as to this is the type of person that they're bringing in. Not that he's not great. Sure. Um, but I mean, if they're going to do it for every other kind of long-running show at this point, I mean... And this I, hasn't I, been running that long. I know. I, I guess you got to do what you got to do. And I mean, I would have... This, this is a show that's at least seeming, because it's, you know, teenage set, at least 
it, it, it makes more sense to do stunt casting for younger audiences like this, but I'm rarely a fan, if ever. I, I would have preferred if they'd uh, cast uh, Paolo Zott as the new Aaron Samuel. There you go, anyway. perfect. <laughs> All right, let's move on to this week's theatrical schedule. It is, of course, going to be a bit weird because of all of the modifications due to the holidays. Some things I want to point out. Disappointedly, A Christmas Carol has zero shows on Christmas. Oh, a little disappointed geez. on that. They do have an extra 6 p.m. show. What about on... the other 13 productions of it, though? I'm sure uh, if you go to uh, Adam Feldman's article in Time Out New York, I'm sure they will have the listings for all of those. They do have a 6 p.m. show on Christmas Eve. There are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 different performances of the illusionists this week. Oh, jeez. Uh, they've done, they do this generally during the holidays, every time they run on Broadway. The last time they did this, as we talked about uh, back then on today on Broadway, they have a rotating cast. So you never know which illusionist you will see, which is why they get around some of these rules. They're also, I don't believe, equity. Uh, they belong to a different uh, union, so they have some right. sort of agreement, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, but. Um, they have all of those things, but there are a number of shows that do have Christmas performances, all of them in the evening. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, we have Ain't Too Proud, Chicago. Um, we've also got to keep scrolling here. Uh, Moulin Rouge, Phantom of the Opera, Waitress and Wicked all have shows uh, on Christmas night. Many of the shows will be playing nine sh uh, uh, nine performances this week, so I will have a link to the entire Broadway schedule as we know it uh, in the show notes if you want to check that out. As but always, shout out to understudies. Yeah, well, I don't, I don't know. Like, I do. We see a lot of understudies during the holidays. I feel like producers don't really acknowledge or accept vacation uh, time during this. I Obviously, don't if know. people are I sick. Would... Thanks. I know, especially for like Hades Town right now, but I don't know who's off in some of those performances. I don't know. I would I would like yeah. to see the breakdown of that to see yeah. what uh principles are where. Yeah, I would guess that most principles will be on this week as uh, you know, emergency and illness notwithstanding. Sure, yeah, yeah. Then the first week in January after uh the like, New Year's week bye. it's like <laughs> Every, everyone can uh everyone gets a chance to see the show anew because nobody in those casts uh you'll have seen them before i'm sure i saw next to normal on broadway like mm -hmm. the day after or the, like the first performance after easter mm -hmm. and i think the dad was the only one in <laughs> um, what is his name? I forget his name. He was also on an episode of House Hunters with his wife. Oh, jeez. Um, um, anyway. Um, all right, let's move on to the other things that are happening this week. That just threw uh, me off of even trying it's an, to It's remember. initial. He was in He was in Jersey Boys. He was one of the original Jersey Boys, My I believe. My head goes he, to Brian Darcy James. And it is that's not, not. He was that's being not electric. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was off Broadway. Um, it's an initial, like J something or other. Anyway, um, okay, so on Friday, we have the first Broadway preview for Charles Fuller's play, A Soldier's Play. This is coming to Broadway from the Roundabout Theater Company at the American Airlines Theater. It has a really impressive cast, including David Allen Greer, Blair Underwood, Jerry O'Connell, Namdi Asamoah, Jared Grimes, and more. This is a limited run that is currently scheduled to play through March 15th. It is set in 1944 on a Louisiana Army base. A sergeant is murdered in the crime with a its masterfully unfolded investigation triggers a gripping barrage of questions about sacrifice, 
service and identity in America. Did you look it up? Uh, no, I didn't. But it's, oh, I thought I heard you say something. It's, no, I was. Uh, it was something. Else. It's J J something though. J... If only if only there was a website that had the listings <laughs> of the entire Broadway <laughs> history. And if I was going to talk J. about Robert two other Spencer, there yeah, you I go. got That's I got it. halfway there. J. Robert Spencer. I knew it was an initial. So. Oh, anyway, apologies, J. Robert Spencer. Yeah, you're great. Um. And thank you for being the only person in the show when I saw it next Seriously. week. Okay, so on Saturday, we have the first of two closings I want to talk about. That is Harry Connick Jr. hyphen, a celebration of Cole Porter. That will end its run on Broadway before heading out on a tour across the country, um, uh, including a Vegas run uh, in February. So uh, I'm interested to hear what some people thought. Uh, some people pushed back when they, after we read the reviews that were pretty positive, had some folks t- text me and say, did not agree. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah, so interesting to hear about that. Interesting. And then on Sunday, the uh, Lyric Opera of Chicago production of The Light in the Piazza with Renee Fleming and Soleil Pfeiffer will conclude its run. Um, so other than that, folks, as you can imagine, nothing wants to open or begin previews uh, too, too much during wow. this week. Because, Dead zone. Yeah, this is like one of those things where you wanted everything up and running already to get the most out of it. But, Go see uh, off-Broadway shows. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on if you're in town uh, beyond the Broadway stuff. And uh, uh, it's always a great time to try to get in as many different things, especially because there are more performances this week exactly. because of the uh, the equity allowance. So it's their gift to you. Yeah, something like that. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, collectively bargained gift. Yeah, but exactly. Yes. Anyway, that is all that we have today. Thank you for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at No, This is Ashley. All right. We are still not 100% sure what we're going to be doing this <laughs> week. Surprise. Tr- yeah, just because we don't, there's likely not going to be a lot of news. Yeah. If there is news, we will bring it to you. But um, we're going to play it by ear the rest of this week. And just kind of see what the theatrical news gods decide to pass down from on high. Uh, But keep an eye on your Patreon feed and your regular podcast feed. And we will probably have something in there at some point. We just don't know what or when yet. Everybody, if if this is the last time that we talked about you, if you celebrate uh, Christmas, have a Merry Christmas. If you are currently celebrating Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah if you celebrate Kwanzaa or anything else that is happening during the next few days, uh, Festivus for the rest of us. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that you celebrate, we hope that it is a wonderful one for you and yours. Yeah, there's a reason that people say that. It's not because they hate Christians, you freaking... Anyway. (laughs) Have a happy holidays, everybody. We love you, and uh, we will talk to you at some point in the very near future. Matt Warren, Christmas Tim and any. Jesus.